Next Invest is an entrepreneurial startup based in Edinburgh. We're in the alternative investment sector and we're here to make your next investment your best investment. Listen in and enjoy. Hello, my name is Ian Niblock. This is the Next Invest Podcast, episode three. We are in Amsterdam for our first international recording as we are interviewing Elena Pavlova from Triodos Bank. Hello there, Elena Pavlova, Triodos Bank, investment and credit analyst for microfinance. Cool. So Elena, uh, I've known Elena for a couple of years now and she's originally from Russian descent now living and working in the Netherlands, having studied um, in the Netherlands. And now works in the investment sector from getting career exposure at Aegon, the large insurance company, and then with APG as a big uh, pension fund in the Netherlands. And now with Triodos Bank, which is arguably the most ethical bank in the world, or real pioneers in this kind of ethical space. So that's really what we're focusing on this week. What is ethical banking? What is this alternative finance space actually in the more institutional banking uh, and how do people's perception is with banking? So Triodos is a pretty cool bank, founded in 1980, headquarters in Utrecht. So Elena must travel out every day. Yeah, it's a little uh, little village next to Utrecht. So it's a little village. Yeah. It sounds very green. sustainable. Really nice and green, yeah. Mm. So they've got significant operations in the UK as well. Um, so, yeah, so f- I suppose firstly, how is Triodos Bank different to other banks? I mean, what is... Uh, what is Triodos Bank really? Well, working for another um, asset management uh, management companies before, I've learned that uh, ev- pretty much everybody now tries to um, do more sustainable finance. Um, however, it's not uh, intentionally focused on uh, sustainable finance. It's more of uh, of an investor. Uh, 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 need and want nowadays uh, that for example the portfolios you invest in wouldn't have uh, uh, weaponry or alcohol or pornography or you name it um, but Triodos actually as an asset manager part of a bank uh, is focusing only on sustainable finance so it's not just that we exclude what we don't want we try to focus on investing in the best, best of the best, uh, so, sustain, sustainable companies. So is the, the term, I mean, from my perception, the term ethical banks and sustainable finance, it's something that's kind of goes around the marketplace, but is there actually clear guidelines in that from, I'm not sure, a world organization? What is specifically a sustainable investment, in your opinion? Or is there clear guidelines? I'm not sure how to answer this one because you can you can say sustainable investment which which means no harm that doesn't make any harm so you would for example invest in coca-cola and coca-cola doesn't do any harm to anybody because they have very good uh, uh, social responsibility Mm. profile just rots your teeth though yeah that's right that's right (laughs) Or uh, or anything else like that. So it can it it can be very sustainable on the surface, but like ethical banking would probably invest more in actual sustainable companies. Like for example, 
renewable energy companies, uh, arts and culture projects, uh, microfinance institutions, mm. everything what actually brings a positive change to the world rather than just not being bad. Yeah. Per se. Who, who judges? I think the question, who judges what is a positive change? Is that clear? Well, the effects, for example, of climate change carbon. or um, ca- carbon emissions, It's we, we all can see it. We can, we can see it. The world is changing and not all this all the time in a positive way. Um, so practically everybody realizes that something needs to be done differently in order to bring our society um, back to normal. You can also see it with um, inequality gap, mm. um, banking sector, um, social housing, so anything, anything, pretty much anything. So everybody realizes that. We need change, and um, investors have so, uh, strong preference towards um, more ethical uh, banking, finance, asset management. Um, so is that is that a drive for? Do you think that that comes from actually a cultural one of these? For example, uh, Egon is the large pension fund in the Netherlands. If Egon was looking to invest in sustainable products, would that be because they were worried about... Is there pri- their primary motive for profit or do they want the, the cultural benefit? Or is the sustainable piece, for example, they want to invest in renewable energy projects because uh, the regulatory risk is potentially less of the oil and gas products? Well, first of all, um, I think... Uh, Investor does really want to invest in more susta- sustainable uh, projects, mm. um, and uh, the truth is twofold. Because uh, first of all, uh, the companies which are less sustainable, let's say, they face more financial risks as yeah. well, regulatory risks and risk of having fines from unsustainable operations. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also uh, less uh, as less institution invest in uh, less sustainable companies, uh, their returns yeah. drop. So it's kind of a very positive change we are seeing now in the society. And yeah, it's it's uh, to conclude, it's it's driven by two forces: the investor and also uh, the returns. Mm. And would that be uh, institutional investors or retail investors? So, um, both. Yeah. <laughs> both, yeah. Both, because normally, like, if you, uh, if you're a pension fund, for example, when I was working for a pension fund, although we had funds and we had to, as a as a fund, you always have to fulfill your fiduciary duty. So mm. you have to uh, actually make this fourteen percent return, for example, you've promised, and if you exclude something and you're of the benchmark, and for example, one tobacco company performs mm. better than the rest of your portfolio, you are breaching your fiduciary duty, which you cannot do. And the fiduciary duty is? It's, um, it's, it's uh, the duty uh, implied by your trustees mm-hmm. that you will produce certain kind of return, which stated in your funds prospectus. Okay, so you say you're targeting 8% yields? Or... Yeah, and if you, for example, exclude Shell, you won't make it. Right, okay. Does that mean then in that vein that uh, perhaps because Triodos Bank is going for 
ethical investments, perhaps it sacrifices profit at some point. But we've chosen for that, so we don't really look at uh, any benchmarks. Most of we have SRI portfolios, so the portfolio of listed stocks, uh, sustainable companies. But most of the Triolis projects, uh, they're uh, they're long term, mm -hmm. unlisted, uh, less liquid uh, projects. Um, so, but can you achieve the same yields as you would uh, invest in an uh, ethical <laughs> renewable projects? You can actually achieve more yield. It's more risk as well if you think about it. Mm -hmm. But and the the field on itself, it's not it's yeah. not very. Uh, I mean that really resonates with exactly what's happening in the UK with peer peer lending. I mean the the risk is. Uh, perhaps higher than investing in across the FTSE 100 as as an example. However, uh, the reward is is better and it's more ethical and sustainable. And if you if you ask me, I can't exactly tell you the the numbers, but there's not that many defaults we have seen from these big projects. Yeah, it's even difficult. It's it's as little as it's difficult to. Calculate the probability of default yeah. <laughs> and make a, ra a risk rating. So it's very difficult actually to make a risk rating nowadays. The other thing I see is uh, that since there are not many uh, ethical banks or investors, mm. maybe we reap the high returns because we are a few of us sure. and we actually make a, like a extensive amount of research. So you can pick, you can almost cherry pick the good projects. Exactly, but if there are more of us and now we see increasing competition from more governmental organizations like mm -hmm. development banks, yeah, uh, which can offer, for example, microfinance institution lower rates. Yeah, we've seen um, that in Scotland and the UK with the Green Investment Bank actually, mm -hmm. uh, which is a government-led institution. Um, but yeah. So the um, a lot of governmental organization as such they driving the returns down. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting you were saying about the default rate as well. I mean, what we've seen with peer to peer lending. I mean, the risk is the people don't pay back their uh, loans. Mm -hmm. So the model is you're lending directly to the borrower. So if the borrower defaults, then you mm -hmm. you don't get your money. I mean, you spread it across a wide uh, variety. Of of loans to diversify your risk. However, the default rate is really low, uh, particularly with uh, companies like Zopa and Funding Circle and the transparency of it's fantastic. I mean, they're, they're just um, very, very open. So it sounds like, do you, I mean, going back to the people perception, I mean, you've been talked to quite a bit about investors and the, the drive from the investors. Um, do you think that people, it's a change in trend for people to care more about their investments? I mean, can you see the transparency, for example, of a triadist fund, or do you just know that it's ethical per se? No, it's very transparent, yeah. and uh, you can see uh, how much uh, it's actually, we try to, as much as possible, as much as you can, we try to quantify the impact we made. And... Mm. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not just uh, a marketing strategy, I yeah. wouldn't call it that. And indeed, for myself, I recycle, I, I'm vegetarian, and uh, I think uh, it's very important to take care more of uh, our planet, our future generation, mm -hmm. because it's uh, the, the market economy in a profit-driven society, as we have 
now cannot go forever. We have seen default of 2008. Yeah. We are seeing how everything is interconnected and what's, for example, crisis in Russia mm-hmm. brought to the world, to Europe. and. To... So do you think that that will... I mean, if we're talking about... We're talking about quite a small section of investments and finance uh, that is ethical-led. Do you think that that will change because of the drive for more sustainable... Uh, projects actually is necessary to withhold a strong financial market so we don't result in a, a, another 2008 crisis? Uh, I hope so. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's a hope. Like we, we don't know what's going to happen because, of course, we are investors. Uh, there's, there's three parties I see. Investors, uh, mm. asset managers, and, of course, there is also government which without help of which we cannot uh, really achieve the the biggest impact. Mm-hmm. Let's say like renewables subsidies in a sense is good and in a sense is bad. Um, genetically modified foods. Uh, as long as governments back it up, the impact is lower. But governments are also for-profit organizations yeah. in a sense so mm-hmm. do you think that that is going to be a growing ch- trend and what, what do you think the future of banking and investments is going to be oh, difficult question yeah very difficult yeah, it's, we, yeah we can contemplate about it but we don't know and unless we see it uh, even in investments when when i analyze investments I can um, make predictions and look at statistics, but I don't have a crystal ball. Yeah. The only thing we can do is hope and spread the spread the message. Mm. Uh, just word of mouth, explain to people what we think yeah. investments are and why, in the long run, investing sustainably is can can bring you a more stable mm-hmm. return. And do you think that um, if we were to compare the market in uh, the Netherlands to the UK, uh, we're under the perception at Next Invest that people perhaps don't understand uh, how to invest or the transparency within f- certain funds is difficult to understand. Do you think that people in the Netherlands understand finance and how to invest? The common man. I think more and more people understand how to invest and what what it is. Uh, there is a definite um, problem with investing in funds because you also have the fees, of mm-hmm. course, which drive your return down. And um, many people are aware about it. Um, yeah. Yes, and normally people just go to their financial advisor. Uh, and most of the times it will be their bank. <laughs> so if they go to Abenamro, they're going to invest uh, in Abenamro. And yeah. I just have my hopes that there is Triodos or yeah, sure. one of our peers, ISN or Triple Jump. You know, I hope because we're all peers, we're working for the same hmm. goal. Yeah, fantastic. All right. Well, that's uh, that's excellent. It was really good to learn about Triodos. It's just a fantastic uh initiative in bank banking and just real innovators um so i mean from our perspective i mean we we, we love it it's great when i started working there you know once you apply for a job in financial institution mm. and you say well excellent team and biological lunches you think okay it's the part of the marketing uh yeah plan um 
so there they hire more interesting people and actually sustainable employees and mm. is their environment really as such or is just is a screen a strategy yeah. and at the end of the day it's i'm really positively surprised and they've not stopped being surprised how mm. actually real it is yeah all right good yeah. well that's that's excellent Okay, to wrap up this week's Next Invest podcast, we have a couple of newsworthy stories to bring to you. Lend Invest, a peer-to-peer lender based in London who connect London property developers with, um, with investors or lenders, is, has raised a Series A funding round and they've attracted Chinese investors, uh, technology heavyweight Kunlong Tech Co, who made their money through computer gaming originally. So they've raised 22 million and uh, the proceeds just developing the business further. Lend Invest have seen massive success in the last uh, couple of years since launching May 2013. They've become one of the largest platforms in the UK behind uh, Ratesetter, Zopa, Funding Circle, and potentially a similar size to, to Wellesley and Co. So it's a great opportunity uh, if you're looking f- to benefit from the uh, the London property sector to, to, to invest in that. Lend Invest is a good option. Second newsworthy article, GLL Finance have announced a forthcoming fund. So they're set to raise $100 million of equity capital in the next six months. And the fund's going to be used to invest in small business loans. We expect through the platforms that they have equity stake in themselves, uh, and the first to take advantage of the new legislation from the HMRC, which allows peer-to-peer lending investment funds uh, and ISA accounts. So if you're really looking for your peer-to-peer lending uh, to be included in your ISA, then the investment trust might be quite a good option for you, and that's by GLI, GLI Finance. GLI Finance quite an interesting business, actually. They're an AM, AIM-listed business who originate uh, small business loans through their equity stake and a number of peer-to-peer platforms. So that includes Funding Night and UK Bond Network. They look at the UK and the US market as well. And they've really kind of merged as industry uh, specialists, if you like. So that's it. Thanks very much, Alina, for joining us today. Fantastic. Thank you for asking all these interesting questions. Yes, good. Spread the word. Spread the love.